Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. This episode is brought to you by patreon.com slash sbfvgs. Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 139. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Mike, the Platinum Pyromancer, Lopez. Yeah, of course. Love fire. Who doesn't? (laughs) It's good and good for you. And you know, Hmm. one thing, only thing that's better than fire, fire magic. Ooh. I am the magic Fire magic. It's good yeah. stuff. And uh, that other voice you're hearing is David. All the frames, Tate. All the frames! <laughs> so many Ooh, frames. They mm. just announced Horizon Zero Dawn for PC. Poss- no, they didn't announce it, but there's a rumor that it's coming, and I'm going to play Horizon Zero Dawn <laughs> at 144 <laughs> frames per second! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's so many frames. And I feel like, I think David actually... It is rendered in 144 frames per oh, second, no, if I'm I, not mistaken. I'm rendered at infinite frames per second. No, I think it's 144. You guys want a little science Pretty knowledge? Sure. I can drop it on you right now. Are you ready for this? No, because the Super Best Friends <laughs> Video Game Sleepover Podcast comes to you every fortnight with each of us coming to the table to discuss one burning topic from the world of gaming. So, uh, but first, mm-hmm. of course, guys. Yeah. What are you gentlemen playing at? Ooh, ooh, can I can I can I go first, yeah, Adam? Yeah, yeah go for sure, it. For sure. Okay. You're like science knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> science knowledge. Uh, science knowledge. Uh, so we have very very high speed uh, cameras right now that can record really fast, like like a million frames per second. I don't know exactly what the numbers, but it's something like that. And they have still mm. not discovered a limit to the frames per second that real mm. life is. So I feel like you should spend more time like pushing your glasses up while you talk like that. Yeah, they were falling down a little bit while that was happening. Uh, <laughs> Actually, life is infinite, friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, what are you playing? Dude? All right. So, I have been playing at Pokemon Sword. Um, I have mm, put about mm-hmm. fifty-two hours into the game, and I beat nice. it. I beat yeah. my first Pokemon. Yes. Everyone, congratulations! All right, Thank you rolled you. those credits. I did. No, I did more than roll the credits. So, okay, let me Ooh. let me tell you a little. Let me let me get into the story here a little bit. All right. Are you gonna spoil so, this for me? I haven't played it yet. I don't care. Uh, it's not <laughs> the most story-rich game that you'll ever play. And these well, spoilers... Well, what if there are listeners who are like halfway through it and they don't want to hear the spoilers? Yeah. I'm not going to tell you any story spoilers. How's that? David, I'm literally going to buy it tomorrow. All right. So the credits <laughs> rolled on my gameplay and I was like, yes! yes. Credits? David. The credits... Were, yeah, there's credits. The credits rolled and I was like, oh, yes, I beat my first Pokemon game. And then... Mm-hmm. 
the the game like saves and then like boot I boot it back up and it's like all of a sudden these new characters appear on the screen and uh, a new bunch of quests show up and I'm like oh no have I really (laughs) not beaten this Pokemon game yet so uh, long story short nope there was like a whole side quest entirely new characters to defeat and yeah uh, they Tarantino'd you they they, put the credits in the middle yeah basically (laughs) and uh, yeah so uh, I had to play. I ended up playing like five more hours or so before I beat the the real game. Um, oh wow! Yeah. So, but I mean, I I actually really liked the story after the credits, and I kind of wished some of that had happened before the credits because mm-hmm. okay, I I, th- I kind of thought it was some of the funnest stuff in the game. So anyway, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's odd. An odd choice. It is to an odd put choice. It after the credits, apparently that's a thing. Pokemon games they don't end at the credits, and that's just been the way it has been forever so there's always a little something something yeah a little post credit yeah. scene so i was actually getting really upset because i was really wanting to move on to the other game that i've been playing at uh oh. this fortnight which is and if you follow our twitch channel at all which by the way is twitch.tv slash sbfvgs um oh my. i never heard of it have you, you should you haven't you should go there's really good podcast episodes um every fortnight yeah but uh i've been playing the witcher 3 um i if you may you may remember like you know four years ago or so i I started to play through that game Mm -hmm. uh i got up to like the bloody baron storyline and then oh yeah 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 so the beginning of the game okay whatever i got to that (laughs) storyline and then stopped and okay. uh so you know i booted up my game and i'm like you know what? i don't remember anything i was doing so i started over and i streamed yeah all of it and so nice, nice. i'm not promising that this is what i'm doing for the whole game um mm-hmm. but my current plan is to stream all of the main story stuff if i ever have to like grind oh, very cool to get to a like if, if i'm ever not high enough level to to do a story mission and i have to grind i won't stream that but i'll i'm oh i thought you meant grind as in like not safe for work kind of missions well yeah and there's gonna be <laughs> that's the thing there's gonna be not safe for work stuff and i've heard stories of people streaming on twitch and getting banned for showing that that part of the game oh, okay sure. yeah, so fair enough. i'm coming up with a censored option i don't know exactly what i'm gonna do yet but um i my current idea is to like keep the game running in windowed mode and then like mm-hmm. drag a little black bar over parts of the screen <laughs> That'd be funny or something i don't you i don't know, know yeah you know what's funny uh and i think I, I may have mentioned this on the show a while back but my buddy john was playing the witcher and his game glitched and apparently after some love making scene he oh, walks no. back out into this party and the character the naked character model walked out with him oh, and no. she's acting like <laughs> She's acting like nothing at all just happened. Like they're, they're like, where have you been? And she's like, oh, nowhere. <laughs> and it's like completely. And he's like, what the heck's going on? He didn't realize this it was a glitch. So, <laughs> so, good times. They use some sort of crazy. They use some sort of crazy magic. Weird twist. Like duplication magic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, that's what I've been playing at. Those are the two games. Cool. So, Mike, I love it. What I love you, it. Mike, what are you um, playing at? I have pretty much been playing The Outer Worlds. Uh, oh, okay. Which, yeah, the game's a real time sync, so you guys know how that is. Um, it's really, really good. So, uh, no, no surprise, it's basically just like Fallout, but, you know, kind of in space. Um, and I, I know some people had complained when the game came out that, you know, it's not as big and wide open as like a Fallout game is. Um, but the maps are still pretty big. 
And honestly, the the more condensed nature of it, um, I kind of need that in that type mm. of a game where um, it gives at least some direction, like things things you can do to feel like you're making progress. Mm. Because that that was my problem, especially in Fallout Four, was um, the game is like so wide open and has thrown so much at you, um, and the main quest that they give you is not interesting enough, I guess I'll say, to keep like you completely zoned in on it. Um, oh. So after a while, you just feel like you're wandering through that that game, which is fine yeah. if, mm-hmm. if you love that world. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, no, I, I like this. I, I I think the game's incredibly well put together. It's like the best Fallout game I've ever played. Yeah. Um, nice. The, the writing is hilarious. Yeah. Um, Soak7 in the chat says Outer Worlds is a Fallout game that runs well with a little kappa in the chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, yeah, it does run very, very well. Uh, combat's good. I'm, I'm having a really good time with it. I have no idea, just because of the nature of how that game works, how far into it I am. Um, but I've put like maybe like 25, 30 hours into it. Nice. So, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll report back when I beat it. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. Anything else? Nah, that's it for me. I'm going to buy that Pokemon game tomorrow. But uh, other than that, no. I'm, oh, I'm I thought you were joking. No, no, I'm not actually. My daughter really... <laughs> She wants to play it. We got to switch for Christmas. I don't have like any games. You're and like, so, yeah. Mike, that's such yeah. a weird joke. It's it's yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> it's not very funny because you're just trashing everyone that likes Pokemon by pretending that you're going to buy the game. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, this Fortnite, you guys, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got I got real deep into the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, um, yeah. My yeah. Goodness. I, I loved it. Um and uh, I have to say, I will finally beat it. Okay. So um, I think I had probably played maybe six, seven hours, something like that last time. So played mm-hmm. through the rest of the game. Uh, even at one point sat down and played it like for like eight solid hours. <laughs> I had nothing to wow. do on a Saturday and sure. played it literally all day. Um, so yeah, it was, man, that game is fantastic. So I too, well, I, actually, I don't remember what you rated it, um, what you gentlemen gave it. Uh, but, I gave uh, it five out of five pizzas. I think okay. I gave it four and a half out of five tacos. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to give it four and a half as well. Four and a half out of five burritos because it, it has a little bit of jankiness to it, but mm-hmm. it is overall fantastic and splendid and yeah. glorious, I'll say. So yeah. there, there you have it. There My you very have scientific it. rating. Speaking um, of Jedi the jank in that order. game a little bit. So I've been rerunning some of the maps to uh finish them up and get my platinum for that game. Oh yeah, yeah. And um so the game only really saves like when you rest or whatever, or whenever you go to like one of the you know meditation spots. Mm-hmm. Um and I had like run across this world for like an hour, like picking up all the you know different chests and the items and things like that. And then yeah. ran into a spot where like I jumped off uh, you know, you know, like where you have like some of the areas of that game, you, you would go down those like crazy slides. Yeah. So you're sliding like, for days. Um, and I went off the side of it and fell down and then it went to like the faded black screen where it's going to reload and just decided not to reload and crash instead. Oh, fun. I, I lost like an <laughs> no. hour's worth of like, it's oh, really fun. Yeah. It was super uh, yeah, irritating. Really cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You know what? I, I will say I only had the game only the game only totally <laughs> crashed on me once mm, okay. <laughs> so um which i had heard i had heard horror stories of it crashing you know several times for some people some people uh, the game ate their save people who started playing it like right away Ugh, and had yeah, played like halfway through the game and then it ate their save so <laughs> yeah that's really really bad uh, but yeah i think i by the time i started it it was already patched a couple of times um yeah. 
And uh, yeah, so I mean, I think there there were little there were little weird things like uh, one of the characters, her hair was always glitching, like flipping out on the side <laughs> uh, for me. Like there was always like her hair just was going pe- a little crazy. She it was very people like <laughs> dropping into the scene, you know, in the beginning oh, cutscenes. That's scenes. like an Unreal Engine thing. Like every now and then you'll play a game, and it's just like every cutscene characters are just dropping in right like yeah. one frame before you see them. It's hilarious yeah. to me. And then there was definitely like some, I'm playing on a day one PS4 though. So I, I give it, I cut it a little slack. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's my PS4 is long in the tooth by this point. It's almost, it's going to be seven in the fall. So, wow. Um, seven years old. That's a, that's an old console yeah. right there. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but yeah, anyway, I loved it though. Loved it. So you were, you were saying though, you're getting that plat. Working on it. Working on it. I've, since I've been going for the Platinum, I've had two more crashes and I've fallen through the world three times. So oh, wow. Oh, might, it might take a while. <laughs> still, not, <laughs> not to chase anyone off, I think I'm probably in the minority on this one. Um, it's still super worth picking up. Please buy that game. It's really fun. Yeah. Well, maybe it, maybe it, it's not uh, just a day one PS4 thing because you're, you're playing on a Pro. Yeah, I'm playing on a Pro. Right? I, I've, I've noticed that now that I've beaten the game and I know the maps a little bit better, uh, moving them really like moving really quickly through the maps and like jumping, uh, into areas without the camera quite being there and like knowing, you know, what the okay. ledges are, it seems like the game, like it doesn't love that. So, um, I think when you're just playing it normally, you probably don't experience a lot of this stuff. Mm. It seems like it, it seems like the performance tanks a little bit when you're like speed running through it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, I will say playing on PC, I had almost no weird issues like that, but, but my weird issues were more like, Hey, look at, look at his leg kind of gets stanky. If it, if it like is up on this piece of geometry, <laughs> but like that, that was like, thank leg. Stan- he got a little stanky leg. Um, sure. I like it. Yeah. But yeah. otherwise, like I didn't experience any level loading issues. Uh, I did experience some clipping, but they released a patch right after I beat the game that fixed the part of the game that I clipped in um okay so okay yeah no Sweet. no no real issues for me on the on the pc side that's good pc master race <laughs> yeah great <laughs> <laughs> and anything else mike nope in fact it was your turn to talk about the yeah, games you were, you were the playing. one talking <laughs> <laughs> no no i i finished you did didn't i yeah but i went before you Oh, I thought I thought I had finished. <laughs> oh man, we we shouldn't have had all those drinks before we recorded. <laughs> man, we're really good at podcasting. Well, I talked about I, I even reviewed it. It's Jedi Fallen you sure Order. did. Four out of five, four and a half out of five burritos. Yep. Um, no, but I also I guess the only thing I I played aside from that is uh, I played some Ace Combat Seven on mm. XCloud on my phone. My goodness, streamed from Microsoft servers in in full. I don't know, 720p glory yeah. Yeah. on their Xbox one um, S that they run it on yeah. basically. Yeah. And, uh, and then I played some Mark of the Ninja remastered also on X cloud. Mm. Um, I got, I gotta say I was playing on my home network and I got a pretty decent router. No one else was using, using the internet. So I think all of those factors probably, you know, are part of it. Um, and, but it it worked stunningly well. Like hmm. the the latency was very low for for what I'm sitting here doing. You know, nice. Uh, and then and then uh, like we had talked about a, an episode or two ago, uh, Mike, uh, we had played on his uh, just over four G connection uh, mm-hmm. at work and uh, played some X Cloud, and it worked pretty darn well for being on a cell phone network. I was pretty surprised. So um, yeah, I'm I'm curious actually to sign back up for PlayStation Now. 
and kind of A, B it now. Because I think a friend of the show, Dustin Furman, uh, was was saying recently that PlayStation Now is pretty awesome now. It's they've really um, like nobody's talking about it, but they've really refined that service. Um, yeah, what he was saying so, is and, you can download a lot of the games. I think is what his biggest point was. Um, well, there's that, but also the the streaming uh, has been optimized allegedly uh, mm. quite a bit. So from from the early beta days, mm. uh, which is the last time I really tried it. So, um, but yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to try it out and kind of A-B them. Yeah, um, I got I got to say, by the way, this is a quick aside from what I've been playing at. Because uh, when I was down at my parents' house, I did have a chance to play Stadia for a while. And um, anytime okay. anyone popped on Netflix... Like mm-hmm. it was just there. There was no more, no more streaming to be had. You know? Oh no! It was the pits. <laughs> yeah. So oh, no. Yeah. No. So so it's. Yeah, so I don't. I don't think streaming's ready for prime time. Um, I don't think I have any hope of any streaming service being like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna use this. Like, I just. I mean, hmm. I just can't. I can't. I can't. Well, and it. that and that's such a that's such a last what last twenty feet problem. You know, yeah, yeah. like it, it's probably getting to the house super well, but now it's your actual, the actual wireless router or the actual, you know, uh, home network essentially is the bottleneck. Right. Right. Yeah. So it, like if you, but that's the problem is that most people, like we talked about in that, that one episode, like most yeah. people aren't going to know how to optimize their traffic internally to, yeah. to have the stadia work really, really well all the time. Right. And so. plus you'll have options, you'll have problems where like, you know, you guys have, families and wow that's such a problem how dare you guys have families yeah. you know but they always want to be streaming something but yeah but yeah there, there's disney plus there's netflix there's uh you name it and uh, you know if you've got family members they're wanting to stream it so yeah you can't play any stadio game if, if that's your primary platform you just can't play games when your family like like the whole point of stadia is to be able to play games whenever you want and mm-hmm. uh you can't because hmm. you you just you just can't because you just can't streaming. <laughs> you can I you can I you can I stream you can I <laughs> you can I stream it <laughs> on that happy so, note yeah on that happy happy anyway. note let's move on from what but we're yeah, playing yeah I'm I'm excited to to play some more Mark of the Ninja because that's one that I I kind of missed when it was the new hotness and now that sure. there's the remastered version and it's uh, streamable to my phone yeah. I'm I'm excited about that. I like it. Cool. So um, anyway, I think uh, I think it is time for the news. Nice. All right. That's yeah. great. <laughs> nice. I love how awkward <laughs> it is right after you sing that. Like we don't really know how we're supposed to respond. We just like mm-hmm. yes. Mm. Well, on my, I think you guys are supposed on my to say best something. Day, I cannot come close to matching that energy. So it's yeah, just going to be. That's <laughs> true. Well, what were you saying, Adam? We should happen. say what. Uh, uh, <laughs> what just happened to Adam's brain? Uh, Adam, <laughs> I, was, I was trying to remember where, how to get to our Reddit. <laughs> oh. So, um, yeah, so you guys should say something along the lines of, like, oh my gosh, that was so great. You know, something okay, like, okay, oh, here, here, let me, how wonderful. <clears throat> let me practice. Let me practice. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're so great. Yeah, perfect. Okay, okay, cool. I just love how sincere it is. Yeah, uh, he's so. so handsome. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's really good. So, um, <laughs> uh, there's a, there's a couple of really big news stories, and I'm going to kind of leave Huge. them out of the segment because we are throwing those 
together as our topic tonight. So, oh, um, goodness. Yes. Wow. Yes, indeed. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and mm-hmm. skip along to this guy's a rumor. This is not technically news, but okay. It's a rumor that's plausible. So, okay. the Bioshock collection may be coming mm. to the Nintendo Switch. Which is, I think that's pretty good news if you yeah. are one of those people who missed it or just loves the loves those games like I do and haven't played them in a while. Um, play play some Bioshock on the go. Yeah, you know, you know what I don't understand is where the heck is the Mass Effect trilogy announcement for the Switch? It's a no uh. brainer. Uh, it's a no it's brainer. Me. EA would print money by just taking the PC versions, making sure they mm-hmm. run okay on the Switch, and then putting them on the switch that's it that's all i gotta do and they don't have to change a thing and it, it'll sell like hotcakes yeah i don't know i don't i know it's true someone explain to me so yeah i but it's good i mean it's cool that we're seeing certain things like this come to it i just yeah i'm, I'm really still hoping for mass effect uh trilogy on switch yeah <laughs> that'd be fun it'd be real be fun real so, fun uh next news item final fantasy 7 remake has been delayed by one month Surprising no one, says Dead Words. <laughs> um, I was so, a little surprised. I don't know why I was surprised, but I was. So here's the surprising thing for me was that it Final Fantasy VII Remake got pushed to April 7th or something like that. It was going to be right like a week or two before Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. yeah. And I was thinking, this is suicide. This is a terrible idea. Yeah. Everyone's going to be playing Cyberpunk. No one has time to play, you know two massive rpgs in the span of like a few weeks you mm-hmm, know right so and then cyberpunk 2077 got delayed from april 16th back to september 17th 2020 Jeez. so it's so, everyone's delaying things yeah it's getting crazy yeah, out that's, there that's an interesting push for cyberpunk because now it's really like why wouldn't you just wait like another month and a half and just get it on the ps5 and the xbox yeah i mean you know, and series. that was the thing yeah yeah that was the thing I was talking, I've been talking about for a while, right? It's like, I, I think I'm going to wait and play it on PS5 or, or whatever, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I, I just don't, I, I'm, I have such a huge backlog at all times. Mm-hmm. I'm not in a huge hurry to start this massive, probably 200 hour game. Sure. Um, so <laughs> oh my what a perfect game. Like if you can, if you're spending all your ducats, right, you're spending all yeah. these ducats on your new console and, um, and then, yeah, you can only afford one game or something. Buy a game that you can play for months, you know? Sure. <laughs> that's, uh, I think that's a perfect game to, to launch a console with, you yeah. know? But, I mean, they haven't formally announced that it will run on PS5, but it, rather, you know, it, well, you may both, be playing like a backward compatible, yeah. you know, version of it. Yeah, like the, right, you may exactly. be getting like essentially what is a PS4 Pro version. Right. The uh, optimized but one. But still, yeah. I mean, I assume they'll patch it for the new consoles too, you know? Sure. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. But yeah, as David mentioned earlier, sources indicate that Horizon Zero Dawn may be coming to PC in 2020. Uh, what do you guys think about this new developments of like, uh, you know, games that, well, you know, we already knew that uh, Death Stranding was coming to PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dreams has also been rumored for PC yeah. in 2020. Yep. Um, and now Horizon Zero Dawn, which, you know, back in 20, uh, 2017 was like the big hotness for playstation you know yeah sure. Um, i think i think it makes amazing sense okay first of all uh keep in mind that um death stranding is already coming to pc right mm-hmm. guess what right? engine yeah. that that game uses decima yeah so That's there's the a Horizon team engine. already porting the decima engine to pc right now so yeah. like i'm imagining that will 
make the the you know take it all the way to getting Horizon Zero Dawn just yeah the the engine's already working just bring the assets over let's just let's just do this thing look look what seems like Microsoft's having su- some success bringing their games to PC and Xbox at the same time let's try mm-hmm. it let's see what happens and it's an old yeah. game that's already sold all of that it's going to sell on PS4 already so right like yeah. they're, they've and got I, nothing I to lose of- yeah, and I I digress. There's a part of this conversation that bleeds into the topic, mm-hmm. but I just find that I find that interesting. I think it's great. I, I'm not one of these guys sitting here wearing a PlayStation shirt, <laughs> saying, "Oh, it's only only PlayStation." No, I'm, I'm, but I'm saying like I think it, it's great when when the exclusive games come to PC because some people don't. That's what they have, you know, and they they're yeah. not they're not out buying consoles yeah. or playing games on consoles. And that's, you know, so whatever makes the audience bigger more people can enjoy the game. Yeah. I, say, Go I, for it. Sure. I have a hunch. But it doesn't stop. It just definitely doesn't stop like the crazy fanboys from getting on Twitter and like railing against Sony for <laughs> like, you're, you're destroying the ecosystem. Oh my like, it's all about exclusives. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I, I, I oh have a gosh. hunch. I'm just going to tease this. I, I'm sure we'll talk about it in the topic, or at least oh, I assume sounds like we will. Ruining topic time, then. Yeah, we're, we're, I mean, don't you dare! Why does it have to don't be so cut it, and dry, David. Mike? Let's talk a little bit about it. Don't you dare! I it. think that. Uh, I think that. Um, it's fun. I'm going to bleep all this out in this next. Yeah. Oh my gosh! In this next me, generation. Me. <laughs> <laughs> no, go I, ahead. By all means, yeah, I won't do again. it this time. Yeah, I don't believe you at all. <laughs> I don't believe you at all. Go ahead. In Go this ahead. next yeah. generation, sure. I believe that we will. Breath. I don't know what he just said. <laughs> I think we're going to start seeing the death of the uh, platform exclusive. Uh, I think that uh, customer back. I think that customers liking the fact that games are exclusive to a platform is going to uh, swing back in the other direction. Uh, people are going to be like, because you've already heard it at E3 events, right? Like, you know, they're like, and it's exclusive to Xbox. And then nobody cheers, you know, like it used to be <laughs> Halo exclusively for Xbox. And it was like, yeah, woo! you know, and now <laughs> yeah. it's like, chirp, chirp. Everyone wants choice, right? Yeah, and, exactly. And it's going mm-hmm. more and more platform agnostic. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll delve into it a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> I bit. just wanted to tease that. Uh, yeah. So final news story. This one is actually um, just a little something, something you can do to help out with the Australia wildfire mm. relief effort. Oh, so okay. you can you can do that by doing what you do best and going and buying some video games. Mike, David, um, huh. over on that Humble really well. Bundle. Yeah, go to HumbleBundle.com and pick up this sweet, sweet uh, wildfire uh, or Australia fire relief bundle so the the recommended price is 25 bucks um mm-hmm. but man it comes with a ton of great games so a bunch of standouts a hollow knight void bastards Mi- mr shifty the great. gardens between machinarium great. great there's a, and there's a bunch of other games probably some really good ones in there so um yeah if you if you have some money and you want to help out with that uh it's a terrible awful thing happening yeah. right now in australia absolutely so yeah so yeah go over to humble bundle Com Humble Bundle. And uh, pick up some games. Fun to say. You know? I think they're onto something with yeah. that name. Now it is time for Mike to struggle to read the tweets. Yeah. We got a couple tweets. Well, yeah. We got what, really just one. Just one. Really just, just one, one that we're really focusing on today, which wow. is Alan's yeah. tweet. 
really focusing on. I tweeted tweet. things. Yeah. Yeah. It's a laser-focused episode. We don't, we don't like to go <laughs> off on tangents. Certainly not. Definitely. Never. No tangents. No. Professionals. Um, so Adam had sent out a community question uh, earlier this week and said, how much is too much for a day one purchase for the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5? $600? $500? Just tossing it out there. What what mm-hmm, uh, What's mm-hmm. too much to get you to just like, nope, not getting one? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like if, if you were... Like, say, if it came in at the right price, you would buy on day one, right? That's sure. kind of the the idea here. Um, but yeah, the... Um, so we, we've talked about what our, our optimal prices are for a long time. So this is kind of an interesting way. Like, what what's the stretch, though? Like, what's the other end of that where you're just like, nah, it's, that's too much. Yeah. Man. I can't buy day one. Exactly. Um, so before I delve into the responses that we got, yeah. just curious from you guys, did you guys have an answer for this? <sighs> My answer is kind of difficult because okay, I'm le- I'm already leaning toward Microsoft for the next generation. Uh, sure, like as mm, my first console that I buy. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the thing is, I don't need to buy one because I already have a PC that can play all the Xbox games that come out. That's true. So that yeah, all those games are coming to PC pretty much day and date, right? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much uh, all the Microsoft ones anyway, and they just bought a bunch of uh, third parties. Um, so they're going to have a lot of, um, you know, more games, more of the Xbox games coming out that are Microsoft exclusives that will also be on PC. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, I have no real reason to buy an Xbox. Um, hmm. So. <laughs> so I don't know. And I, I don't really care for uh, I, I don't know what Sony's bringing for their, you know, first initial lineup of of uh, sony games so yeah i I just i guess we shall see we shall see but like historically launch titles haven't there haven't been tons like killzone was one that i can remember killzone and like warframe were like launch titles on ps4 maybe there were like three more and rezogun baby rezogun i still Mm. haven't played rezogun i'm not interested (laughs) in rezogun oh man i like that that's i was i was surviving on rezogun for a while there because i I didn't want to play the ps3 anymore i got this beautiful ps4 sitting here i didn't have any games so it was like i had killzone and i got assassin's creed 4 black flag on the ps4 Mm. and man after i beat those i was like i guess rezogun (laughs) <laughs> for, for the foreseeable future and luckily that was a in, you know, just like intimately or infinitely i'll say and intimately it's got all those voxels oh wow yeah so many voxels oh wow um, but yeah it was uh it was i would say infinitely replayable because it's just a high score chasing kind of game so yeah um yeah I, i'm just time. gonna say i am currently not itching to buy a new console um, and so I think I think well we got we got had some responses like that too yeah. in the to the tweet yeah so um, I would say the high end for me is five hundred mm. like if it's over mm-hmm. five hundred I cannot see myself buying it day one sure like that yeah. is I mean because that's getting a bit steep mm-hmm. uh, yeah. like even like PS PS three um, when that came out, I think it was, there was a $600 model and a $500 model, I'm going to say. Um, and I just said, nah, <laughs> I'm going to wait. Yeah. And I waited until, uh, the lower model came down to three ninety nine, and then I, then I bought in. So right. I think, I think Sony was looking at all that data at the time and saying, oh, well, if we just launch the PS4 at three ninety nine, then maybe people will buy it right away. And yep. so I would be, I would be shocked if it's more. Than 500 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as like last time I predicted the PS4 price would come in at uh, 449 Um and it was three ninety nine, so I was pleasantly surprised with that. I would sure. love it if they if they decided to go three ninety nine again. I think that would be super successful if they did. Yeah. Um, but because uh, yeah, Sony's my first. That's definitely my first uh, pick as far as platforms. I've been in that ecosystem since the original. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like Xbox a lot. Um, play my Xbox One quite a bit, but yeah, it's like I. It was definitely my secondary pick, you know, right. my secondary uh, console last time around, and I think I think it was a wise choice this time, especially. Um, but that's not to say. I mean, the as far as if you're only a console guy, right? You're only buying consoles, uh, and you're going to buy one and then the other, or just one and call mm-hmm. it. You know, one um, and done, as they say, one and done. <laughs> like you know. It's possible that the Xbox may be more powerful, you know, if if some of those leaks are to be believed. So, you know, if if you don't care as much about like the Sony exclusive published games, you know, then and you're just looking to play like Grand Theft Auto Six at the highest possible, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, then maybe that would be the way to go. So for my answer, five hundred dollars is too much. <laughs> five hundred is too much. Yeah. yeah. So that's what, kind of that's is, kind of that's kind of what I was looking for. But but Adam, I loved I loved your comment. I can see well, like getting more and more frustrated with how long you were talking. It's it's less less that I'm frustrated and more that like this is exactly what you're going to just say again in the topic. So I mean I don't know why we're doing this now. Um, Josh Bailey wrote in and said anything over four hundred dollars will make me pause. Anything over five hundred dollars is uh, will be almost guaranteed complete turn off. So totally yeah. get that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Miss Joseph Grimm, uh, wrote in and said for me, almost any price is too much. Uh, almost all the time I'm really broke. And so even 400 or $300 would be out of my reach. Uh, mm. plus I have a nice backlog, so I'm in no rush, uh, for these things to come out, which it's yeah. kind of like along the lines that David was just saying. Um, and, and, and of course being respectful, everyone has, has different, um, price points that they're going to be comfortable with. I, I really do think 399 is going to be the release price or I, mean, I really hope so anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeremy wrote in and said $500 is my cutoff point, uh, which seems to be like the trend for folks that are going to put a dollar amount on it. Like $500 is like the max amount that folks are going to be yeah. willing to pay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, and I don't think people are happy about that. They like begrudgingly. <laughs> begrudgingly. Pay. I just, I just Here's $500. <laughs> oh. Yes. Right. But, oh. but more than that, they won't even begrudgingly buy it. Right. Uh, right. Yes. B- because you figure if you have $500, you can get your console for, you know, 49 and get yourself like two games. That's like yeah. the optimal scenario. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but he also said, uh, I think having uh backward day one backwards compatibility with a PS4 is a maker, uh, is a make or break thing. Uh, I want all yeah. my PS4 games that I haven't played yet. And if I get to play them with little or no loading and 60 FPS, uh, even better. And if not, I can wait. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Gameskeeper Mike wrote in said $600 is madness. <laughs> madness. Hey, Mike, I'm curious. Are you yeah. going to also say the uh, the comment from, from Joseph Grimm about uh, FPS? Can you can you read that little, that little tweet mm. that he sent? Let me see. It's not in my list here. It was right. Uh, no, I think that was in a different. No, I think it was, that was the in same a one. Different. It was just, it was like he, he was replying to himself. Oh, it doesn't show up as a reply in this thread. Right. I think it's a different thread hang, you're looking at. Hang on. Yeah. Um, uh, that might have been off of your FPS. Uh, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it, no, 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 it wasn't okay. because it inspired well, it. <laughs> <I'm>, oh. <laughs> okay, hang on. Sorry, Gameskeeper uh, Mike. 
No, go ahead. Go yeah. ahead, Gameskeeper, Mike. Go ahead. <laughs> read his. Read his. $600 is madness. $500 sucks, but is sort of par for the course. Um, so, yeah, that seems to be, again, the trend. Um, Fed wrote in and said the PS4 was 350 pounds at launch. I don't even know what that means, but I'm guessing it's some kind of money that they use over there. Um, I'd be willing to go as high as 399 pounds for a PS5. Anything over that is a no from me until a sale comes along. Mm. Uh, Casey Lawrence uh, wrote in um, with just, you know, too <laughs> high. Hey, you're not allowed to say that <laughs> yeah. on this show. You're going to have to bleep them, Adam. Oh, or my Mike. gosh. I can, I can say No, it's a family show. <laughs> well, I could be talking about reservoirs. Yes. Okay. Kids don't know. So yeah, the kids don't know. Um. Yeah. So I I, th- I found that was the common thread. Everyone's hoping for four hundred. Yeah. The, Everyone's the, be- the short a lot version of people are begrudgingly. Yeah. yeah. But but yeah. Oh, so the, no the, man really had something the, interesting. The short version is Isaac Travis, um, Quijibo, uh, uh Maximus, Anthony. Everyone's at five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars is yeah. Like too that's the much. cutoff. Yeah, that could go on well, forever because there's more anything comments, above but, that, right? Yeah, but yeah, like Noah Man has something interesting in the chat. He says everything. Everyone's saying 500 are the hardcore gamers, not the mass market. That's true. So yeah, I think it's very, very true. Yeah, yeah and I think it's your hardcore gamers who buy day one. Yeah, so that was kind the of early adopters implied of in the, the console world. Yeah, um, yeah, but but even like not hardcore gamers, right? You're going to have lots of parents and, and lots of folks that are going to buy these things like for Christmas gifts um, and, and things like that, and bringing that price point down is going to get them to either buy a console flat out or buy a console with accessories and games and things like that. Um, you know, if you give people a little more flexibility in the spending, they'll still spend upwards of $500 cause who's going to buy a console with nothing to play on it. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, you give them that, more so options and, and we'll get into that in a bit, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, I think the backwards compatibility is more important this generation than it's ever been before. It's a marketing, sure. I, it's I, a marketing have, thing now. I have, I have my reasons oh, for okay, saying okay. that, but yeah, I, but anyway, it's a marketing anyway. thing. But uh, I, I found yeah. the, I found the little comment. It, he was asking us a question about uh, whether the whether we're ready to move on from PS4 and Xbox One. He's like, have they reached their full potential yet? Uh, I would say it's been seven years, and yes. But then he also said, "P.S. David, all the frames Tate can't answer because he's in the minority." <laughs> <laughs> but that's where that's where I got your name actually for oh. this episode. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> David, all the frames Tate. But now yeah. he, I want to point out, he said I'm in the minority on wanting all the frames. So I did a little mm-hmm. poll on Twitter. Saying, saying, hi there, nerdy video game question for you in the poll below. Do you prefer 30 FPS gameplay or 60 FPS gameplay? Oh, this is the part of the show where David rubs Joe's face in it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and I would just like, like to say 24.5% <laughs> of people prefer playing games at 30 frames per second. And 75.5% well, yeah, yeah, I think I think this poll is slightly loaded. Finish. <laughs> Okay, so sorry, defensive, sorry. Go ahead, go I'm defensive. I'm just saying you. I just think your poll is missing a critical value of like third choice. Who doesn't care? Yes. <laughs> so seventy five percent, seventy five point five percent of people prefer playing at sixty frames per second. So that would make me not yeah. in the minority there. I just want to mm. just want to point that out. Okay, just for the science. Just the just science, science had sure. to be done. That's all. That's all. It's just it's not like a <laughs> it's not like a double blind study. If you ask people like whether they would prefer a cake or a pie people aren't saying if i picked cake i'm going to take the pie and throw it down yeah, the garbage yeah but this disposal. is that there's a difference though because there is a clear <laughs> definable benefit to playing a game at a higher frame per second 
Sure, but I'm going to say like most people don't care. It doesn't matter whether they care or not. They're still going to play the game better at a higher frame rate. It doesn't no, matter whether yeah, they care I, or not. Now, even even if I I did answer 60 frames per second on this this uh, poll, but I, I kind of also wished that there was. Well, I mean, there is definitely something to be said for some games that matters and some games it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like that's a that's a good third option i think to that poll uh, some games it really does matter like a game like overwatch yeah absolutely i'd want to play 60 frames a second over 30 mm-hmm. but a game like like a slower game where you know i'm just like going around uh, even even a game like star wars jedi fallen order it, it 60 frames may have been nice it made i don't see 60 frames made all of the timing easier uh, yeah i just the... don't see it it didn't matter to me for my enjoyment of the game though like if like at, that it was at 30 it didn't it didn't really matter to me so there are certain games that i, I just wouldn't care um but you know all things being equal 60 yeah 60 is higher number than 30 <laughs> yeah I, I so a friend of the show eric kruger played star wars fallen order on his ps4 as well um and mm. then he started watching people play at 60 frames per second and he was like oh man i wish i had twice the time to react to all of the the things that i could counter you know which is literally mm, what mm. 60 frames per second gives you. So anyway, mm. I like more frames and, for a reason, not just because it sure. looks cool. <laughs> has, has he considered just getting good? He thought about it. He thought about <laughs> it for did you, a long did you, time. Did you consider <laughs> putting consider- that as a polling option? <laughs> I love it. All right, it's time to move on <laughs> to... Or did you have any more, Mike? I'm sorry. No, I please, let's move on. Yeah, I'm All right. good. No, please. <laughs> okay. The part of the show where we sell you things. All right. Patreon, guys. Patreon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Time for that sweet, sweet Patreon slash SBF VGS uh, ad. So, I, you know, of course, if you go to patreon.com slash SBF VGS, uh, $1 a month will get you the show here ad free. No ads. No, zero That's ads. That's what that means. And one to three days ahead of the street date, which is Mondays usually. So you get them over the weekend, you know. No ads. Just listen yeah. straight through all the glory, all the the richness, but none of the none of this like shilling, you know. None of the shilling. Hey, fun so, fact. Yeah, fun shilling. fact. If you hate ads, just give us some money. No more ads. Easy, easy as that. <laughs> Sounds like I'm a hey, mafia. You know, I did it. Like, hey, hey. Yeah, it's like ads? protection money, or yeah. yeah so I'll like, make all it's, those it's ads like, go away for you. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, $1 gets you the show early and ad-free. $2 gets you uh, access to the Patreon exclusive exclusive mini-sodes, which we're going to record another one tonight. That's mm-hmm. uh, good times for all. So, uh, I'm going anyway. exhausted tomorrow. And of course, Woo! there are more, more <laughs> glorious tiers as well. Uh, so feel free to peruse those. Um, yeah, and that about does it. That about does it. There was madness in any direction. It's about uh, time for the meat and potatoes. Topic time. Topic time. Yes, indeed. And, uh, of course, this fortnight, it is Mike's topic. Mm -hmm. Mike, take it away. Yeah, so, I mean, the topic has kind of bled into every piece of this episode so far. Yeah, it really has. (laughs) No one's surprised. 
Uh, like, yeah. what's the topic? I'm very. I'm, the topic. Yeah, what could it be? Um, so the topic is Mass Effect. Why has it been re-released yet? Oh man, I could talk <laughs> about this topic for uh, hours because EA is dumb. Yep. And they hate money. But they're hate getting money. smarter because they made that Je- Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and that was really good. So that's really true. Good, so um, that's true. No, so the, so the topic was uh, there's there's been a couple of news stories out recently um, that were picking up a lot of steam, especially as we know new consoles are coming out at the end of this year. Um, mm-hmm. So Microsoft had announced that they don't actually plan on having any exclusive uh, first party games at console release, which is. Not too shocking. I mean, most... So, yeah, games that are exclusive to the Xbox Series X. Exactly. Like, first party made by Microsoft, like, ready to go exclusive uh, uh, for the Series X uh, console release. But usually they have at least something small, like, in the launch window. So, like, in January, February, maybe you're playing um, Mm -hmm. an exclusive. They said, eh, maybe not for a year or two, actually. And they're really kind of hedging their bets on their kind of play anywhere strategy, which we've been talking a little bit about. Um, yeah, you know, with with X Cloud and with Xbox uh, console streaming uh, backwards compatibility through like all the previous uh, generations of Xbox. Um, so they're really banking on just getting you this new console and then making it very feature rich. Yeah. And that being the selling point of this console, which is, you know, mm-hmm. fine. Um, and Sony hasn't told us a ton about their release strategy yet. We're, we're hoping to see some kind of announcement. We know that they're not going to E3 this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam has made some really good points to me in person, which I'm sure he'll bring up here in a few moments um, about when I've probably forgotten them all. <laughs> it, it very well could be, <laughs> but, but some potential predictions about when Sony will start to announce things. Um, some, some of this, you know, potential, you know, horizon, you know, coming out on PC stuff is, is kind of new and in, in, in bleeding into this topic a little bit, but it's, it's yeah. primarily, it's kind of a predictions things. How, how, how do you guys see this going? Do you think Microsoft not having um, a game lineup, to sell the new console and just kind of selling on features is the right move. Is it a mistake? Does it not matter? Um, and Sony's sort of strategy of so far, just kind of keeping mum about the whole thing. Um, and I guess maybe trying to shock and awe us into buying their console. Um, <laughs> what do you guys think about these two strategies right now? Where, where do you think they line cool. up at and, and where do you think this year is going to take us? So first of all, can I yeah. just, can if, I just point out the guy, if I may, wait, hang on it, one sec, if I may, one sec. I'm not going to, I'm not going to hey, talk if, very if long. I, I just have one thing to I say. You guys, if I, I want you guys to slap fight I over this. If I want to Matt Booty for telling us about <laughs> no exclusive games. Yes. That's it. Matt, Matt Booty. Booty. Thank yeah. you for telling us. A brave man. What a brave man. He is a brave man. Yeah. No, no, go for it, David. That, that's it. That was all I wanted to say. You can, you can talk now. <laughs> <laughs> if I may. Um, so, yeah, so, um, you know, traditionally, Sony has been a, a bit more, for lack of a better term, traditional with mm-hmm. their consoles. Um, like, you know, the X, Microsoft was very like, okay, we're going to push the envelope forward with Xbox One. Remember, they had all of these kind of lofty goals about, you know, the digital games marketplace, all how that was going to all be changed all in one, the always on console, yeah. um, always online console, you know, mm-hmm. all of these things that, um, ended up getting walked back. Yep. But Sony yeah. basically said they came out, here's our black box, kind of like the old black box, but, but faster. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. here's games. There's no weird policies around used games. Here's, uh, you know, games, 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 right? They just showed us a ton right. of stuff. Mm-hmm. Here's all here's all the cool stuff that's going to be on this thing. And and it was a very kind of uh, traditional approach, right? And I, my, my gut tells me that they are banking on that for success again. 
Mm. Um, so I, I, I'm thinking AKA that... no innovation. Yeah, there's, there's going to be... Of course, there's going to be changes, right? We touched on it with the PC, uh, you know, some of the exclusives going to PC, mm-hmm. uh, right? Where they're leaning a little bit into this ecosystem approach um, rather than just like, okay, here's, here's the new console. Here's the new platform, which is, it's been a platform approach historically. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, now it's like, okay, there's going to be a bit more ecosystem approach. It seems, especially on the Microsoft side, right? Like they are yeah. definitely leaning hard into, especially getting ahead of it at this, at this distance to say, oh, we're not going to have exclusives to the Xbox series X, uh, that are not on Xbox one X and, and Xbox one S, you know, um, this going to play up and down the family of devices, I think was the quote. So yeah, it's, it seems like they are most definitely positioning themselves for a, you know, okay. Game pass is great. Here's the newer, faster box if you want it. So that to me seems like a strategy that is certainly more long-term and certainly different than anything we've seen in the past Mm -hmm. for console generations. It's like an ecosystem generation. It's not really a console generation. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you want, you know, tip, you know, in the old days, you, you say, okay, here's the new box and here's all the things that only play on the new box. So you got to buy the new box, you know? Yeah. So right. it's, it's been, that's been the sales pitch, right? As long as we can remember. Um, and it seems like that is changing on the Microsoft side. And I, but I don't see it changing that much on the PlayStation side with a caveat. So, you know, like I mentioned, the backwards compatibility thing is more important now than it's ever been. And I think mm-hmm. that is because so many people have huge backlogs of games. Games are are so plentiful these days, right? Mm-hmm. Remember when we were kids, you there'd be like a huge months and months long lull where there's no good games that came out and everyone's just playing the same stuff like all summer, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, and now, now it's like there are 25 games every single Tuesday coming out, you know? So it's like <laughs> you couldn't possibly keep up with it all, you know? Um, and so... I think a lot of people are going into this next generation with a mass of games that they'd love to still play. They don't plan on just throwing them in the garbage, right. you know, they'll, they'll, but they'll be able to take that and get a, maybe a better experience with the new box. Yeah. And I think that that is a key for both companies. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I, I know that Sony is going to try to leverage their exclusive first parties um, as soon as possible. Sure. I mean, we're, probably looking at a horizon sequel in the first year or two. Uh, we're probably looking at a Spider-Man sequel in the first year or two, a new God Mm. of war. Um, there's, I mean, those are the ones that really stick out to me as about the right timeframe, um, for platform exclusives, right? The ones that are not going to play on PS4. Um, but then we have all of the cross-gen stuff too, mm-hmm. you know, like all the stuff like cyberpunk, like last of us will surely be on PS five patched to run at better, you know, resolutions and, and frame rates. Um, you know, probably everything that's coming out th- this year and last year is going to end up on PS five, yeah. uh, in some capacity. So, um, whether it's just a patch, you know, or an actual super duper edition, you know? Ooh. So anyway, Ooh. I, I digress. That super duper kind of edition sounds really good. Just to really get the good. ball... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just to get the ball rolling, you know. No, I, I, I think that's a really good point. And, and David and I had this conversation a little bit um, in in Discord like a week ago. Um, mm-hmm. 
And kind of kind of along what you were just saying, for me, I'm not saying either approach is right or wrong, right? I'm just saying... Well, time me, will tell which one is right or wrong, right? Well, I suppose yeah. so. Um, yeah. Uh, so I guess for me, my my favorite, you know, kinds of games are, are the ones that tell like really immersive stories that I'm, I'm interested in immersive stories and worlds. And so Sony having already over like the last, you know, decade, uh, or more having so heavily invested in their first party studios, creating like these really mm-hmm. quality games for me, that's like, well, unless I think it's priced out of, out of existence, like I have to get one, right. I've got to play the next God of War. I've got to play the next Spider-Man. Yeah. I've got to play whatever Naughty Dog's doing next. Um, <clears throat> So, like, for me, there's no question. I'm going to get a PS4. Now, in, in PS, that mindset... PS5. PS5. Sorry, PS5. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. i got to get one of those PS4s. i got to get a third one. i got to have it. Um, <laughs> i got to get one. <laughs> got to get a third <laughs> one, guys. You need a third PS4. Come on. Everyone does. Yeah. I've got more than two rooms in my house. I need a PS4. <laughs> so, so, I already know I'm getting one, right? Unless, unless, again, it's like $600, and I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Right. Um, so, I'm looking for reasons to get an Xbox console. I don't currently have an Xbox one. Um, so as I'm looking with what Microsoft's putting out, I was just really, I thought it was really interesting for them to come out and say, Hey, I'm not going to give you a solid game reason to pick up the new console when it comes out. Mm -hmm. I'm going to rely on, on the entire Microsoft catalog. Yeah. But my problem with the Microsoft catalog so far has been, there's not enough things in it to make me buy an Xbox yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm well, and yet, yeah, but that's, I guess yeah. that's, that's why I was just very intrigued to have them put that news out. And it's like, well, so, hmm, <laughs> I was very <laughs> well, curious. And, and the other side of that is that, you know, every generation, you know, we're kind of limited game design wise by whatever the, the lowest powered, super popular console is, sure. you know, you look at games that are only for pc and that's fine those games are unfettered by the console like anchor Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you have you know every every generation the consoles leap up and then you see this massive innovation that you know it it, so many new possibilities are opened up because you don't have to worry about supporting these old devices anymore well that's not going to be the case for xbox anymore right that's if they're still wanting hmm. to have games come out and run on xbox one s that means you can't do certain things like, um, you know, that that just blow that like, blow the old generation away, right? It has to still scale to the old generation. Mm. Like one of the examples that I heard someone reference recently was uh, Shadow of Mordor. How the Nemesis system was there in the in the current <clears throat> gen, right? The the P- Xbox One, PS4 versions of those games, but the PS3 X uh, 360 versions did not have a Nemesis system, and that was like the feature yeah, it was, that it was game, what made that game right? fun yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah. there's there's something to be said for leaving the past behind kill it if necessary oh, kylo ren you know? <laughs> uh, you got a little kylo yeah. ren going <laughs> um yeah so i mean there's something to be said for that though right like if if you're if you're looking at generational leaps right and you're looking at what can be done innovation wise in the gaming arena then maybe supporting old devices indefinitely or for quite a long time is not a great thing for your, uh, for your platform. You know, mm-hmm. like if, if in a year we're, we're really hitting, or like say a year after launch, PS5 is really hitting its stride and people are, are pushing the boundaries of what that hardware can do, then those yeah. games are, are going to be a broken mess on the PS4, yeah, you know, sure. especially day one, <clears throat> my current PS4, yeah, right? Can I point out, maybe, right. maybe on uh, on digital foundry yeah, they they made this they they did this uh this like 
they they talked about this too on their on their uh, mm-hmm. platform on their YouTube channel. Um, and oh, I'll have to go yeah. watch that because they're much smarter than they I. They are very smart. So one thing they <laughs> talked about was how Horizon Zero Dawn. They were originally planning on having. Um, like a flying mechanic, like you would mount a flying dinosaur and be able to fly around the map. Um, mm-hmm. And they mm. uh, they eventually ended up having to cut it because the the uh, the input output, the hard drive, like all of the CPU limitations of the PS4 could not handle streaming the Horizon Zero Dawn world fast enough. But in theory, yeah. a PS5 could do that. So Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is probably going to have flying in it. Um, and, but the problem is, yeah, that's, the, that's all I want. I want a Marahute dinosaur, yeah. mm. you know, with the golden feather yeah. and you fight Percival C. Exactly. McLeach. Everyone knows that. Everyone, <laughs> McLeach has got to go, you know? <laughs> it, I don't, man, I can't tell how deep a cut that is. I don't know how popular that movie is. <laughs> but everyone, everyone here knows, knows what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, down Anyway, under. let me, let me just finish real quick. So, yeah, so, yeah please. Because because the PS5 games don't have to work on PS4, Horizon Zero Dawn 2 can have flying. Uh, but that means that for the next two years, every Microsoft game that comes out probably can't fly because they're going to have the same. They're probably like what what we don't know this for fact. It's a very good analogy, yeah. though. Yeah, like they yeah. they don't have the game regardless. But still, yeah, it's. It, it absolutely limits what you can do yeah. having to right, support those right, right. things. And, and, and I want to be clear because like, I know, I know we all own playstations. And so sometimes this podcast comes off as like a playstation fanboy podcast. Well, I, really I have not. good things to they say, just, but you guys are too busy talking about how great Sony is. So I'll wait. It I'll, just, the, the thing is, they're just <laughs> no, no, so go good, for it, David. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I, I, I want to no. back over to you. I just want to make it clear as we're talking about this. I'm not saying Microsoft strategy is bad or wrong. No, I'm just no. like, I'm just so surprised by it, I guess I'll say. Hmm. Yeah. I'm still trying to sure. figure out what's <laughs> what's the plan here. Yeah. yeah okay, go so for it, you know how when you went from Xbox One to Xbox One X, uh, every game that you bought for Xbox One works on Xbox mm-hmm. One X? Yes. So yes. Microsoft hasn't announced this yet, but it sure seems like that is also going to be the case going forward. So like, you know, mm-hmm. if you buy Halo Infinite on your Xbox One X... Say you say you just bought an Xbox One X. You're like, I don't want to buy an Xbox Series X One X Two. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. you buy it on Xbox One X, and then when you can afford an Xbox Series X, you buy that, and then suddenly your game runs at 60 frames per second and in 4K all the time, and like you. So yeah. so in other words, you're not gonna have like back from from PS3 to PS4. If you bought Shadow of Mordor on PS3, you could not play mm-hmm. that game on right. PS4. You had to buy the PS4 mm-hmm. version, but it seems yes. like Microsoft is not going to have that issue anymore, which is a huge consumer perk. Like you don't have to buy games yeah, more than absolutely. once. It seems like absolutely, and I and it looks like Sony is probably following suit. Um, what? Because of like some of the some of the patents we've seen uh. with the backwards compatibility with PS4. Well, yeah, sure. Backwards so you buy compatibility, the PS4 version. But- I would not be surprised if you buy the PS4 version and it does not look like the PS5 version. But I think that if you buy the Xbox One version of a game, it will become an Xbox Series X version if you play it on that. Well, we, I mean, it's entirely possible. But um, yeah, I, I, I don't know how they're going to handle those cross-gen versions if it's just a patch. Yeah. If I can put the PS4 disc into my PS5 and, and then download the the latest patch, you know, as, as mm-hmm. an update, you know, and have it be, you know, equivalent to yeah. had I 
bought the same game on PS5. Maybe it just says PlayStation on and, the game. And what I'm at, saying at a certain is, point. What I'm you know? saying is, I think that is not going to be the case. That's what I'm saying. So no, and I I think I think that's that's a valid point of view. I think it's possible, but I I don't believe that they can do that this time around. You I, know, so I, I think if they do, if if Sony decides to draw a hard line and say no, you have to rebuy this game again. Will will backwards compatible? You can play like the PS4 Pro version of it on PS5, but you can't. Uh, you know, it's like not going to look the same as if you bought that same game on PS5. I don't think that makes sense as a strategy in 2020. You know, I don't think so either. But I also so. think that Sony uh, likes to like worry about their bottom line and they are in the lead and they don't have to worry about taking risks because they're in the lead. And I think that is going to cost them the lead. That is just my little prediction. That is, so that is one good thing about the current console cycle thing, right? It's like that it, it can change hands so easily. Yeah. Like they, mm-hmm. they can, you can lose the lead overnight when you switch console generations, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and that's, I think that's why we're seeing the companies go with the strategy they're going with. They want more of a long-term strategy rather than something so volatile. Like my, uh, Microsoft learned that lesson, right? When they, when they switched from Xbox 360 to Xbox one and they lost their, yeah, they, they, uh, they made a lot of bad decisions loyal. and publicly yeah. they like announced things that consumers didn't want. And since then they've been course correcting and by now the ship has totally turned around and so I'm just yeah. worried that Sony is like going to be over here going, you know, hey, we're going to go the way that's worked for us. It worked for us last generation. And look at how great it worked for us. And we lost. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like it's 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 possible that, you know, we see like the return of early PS3 era Sony, you know, uh, making very a lot of mistakes that are very like rooted in, Oh, well people will get a second job to afford this PS4 or PS5, <laughs> you know, like that, that, like that, that hubris, that hubris. Yeah. yeah. They said that about the PS3. So, <laughs> and I think they learned that lesson pretty hard, you know, it just like Microsoft learned a really hard lesson on Xbox one. And so I feel like, I feel like the, and we haven't even really touched on the second part of the to- the topic here, which is Sony skipping E3, right? Mm-hmm. Like that, that whole, that whole side of it, right? Like that's a kind of a different issue. Um, you know, the, their actual reasoning probably for skipping it. Like Jason Schreier was talking about the, um, how Sony doesn't want the show to be this weird hybrid of like an industry show and a fan event. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want it to be, you know, an industry show more <laughs> like how it used to be. So it's not a complete traffic jam in every direction the whole time. I don't understand um, that though. B- Why not? Like, and you can have, you can have fan events that are geared towards fans and are better yeah. for fans like PAX shows like PlayStation, uh, like PSX, you know, I, I would agree. I, I think you get a difference. You get a different environment from an industry show than you, than you do with a fan show, right? There's, there's a reason that they have, you know, GDC, and PAX shows like mm-hmm. they serve to completely different audiences. There's different goals yeah. trying to be achieved at those, at those things. And then when you try to do both of them in one show, I don't think either one of those groups is really getting what they want out of it. Exactly. The, the yeah. only thing I think people are really bummed about when, when companies skip E3 is, is they love big, uh, the big press conferences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to so, miss. And yeah. there's no other, uh, there's no other American or English. Let's say there's no other English speaking, uh, event where consoles get announced historically 
and now it seems like E3 is probably dying. And now we're well. I mean, they, PS4 wasn't announced at E3 either, right? Yeah. They they rented out uh, well, it was the PlayStation Theater in, in New York and invited all these folks. No, that was to, the to place. The that was the PS4 this. Pro, I think. Was it? Okay. No, they did. So the original PlayStation in February of 2013 was announced at a PlayStation reveal event. Really? Um, they yeah, they it, also it did one. Yeah, they also did one for the PS4 Pro, but that was kind of a train wreck, that show. But the <laughs> <Yeah>. actual <laughs> 2013 PlayStation reveal event was uh, it was a home run, right? It was like yeah. they did an amazing job at that show of getting people excited about the all the hardware, the features that, you know, um, the, all the indies that were coming to the platform, they yeah. showed off the witness, which didn't end up coming out for a couple of years after that still. But, um, you know, they, they showed a lot of cool stuff. And I'm, I think, I think we're about to see the same thing. I think yeah. like Mike and I were talking about, um, you know, one reason Sony is not at E3 is because they don't like the direction of the show. But secondly, Sony's not at E3 cause they don't need E3 anymore right no. like the way the way people are connecting with their audiences is different nintendo started doing it very wisely first yeah. right doing the nintendo directs mm-hmm. um sony's followed suit and they have the the uh what is it playstation play uh yes state of play state of play, state and, of play. yeah and i haven't been blown away by state of play <laughs> um i'm hoping they do a big like bombastic yeah e3 style conference you know and to be fair i know people love their nintendo directs but those don't blow me away either i don't i don't get excited about nintendo directs um yeah there was one today i just watched them whenever everyone was super bummed about today today's was very disappointing (laughs) i get very excited about nintendo directs (laughs) but they have not been doing surprises as much as they used to so like often they would end a nintendo direct with like a like an announcement that was just like yeah what are you doing what is this (laughs) what yeah they there hasn't been anything like that so it's gotten less exciting for me i i think to like put some final thoughts on on the e3 thing so we can we can wrap this topic Mm -hmm. up is at least for me even though I've, i've i've been to e3 i've gone many times um it's not the same show it used to be um and yeah people consume this information in a different way than they used to you used to really need shows like E3 to really get the word out there and get everyone talking about your stuff that was coming out and to showcase your things. That's just all unnecessary at this point. Um, even if you like the big bombastic, like, you know, press event for a fraction of the cost, Sony can just set up shop in a theater, invite all the press folks. And, you know, maybe mm-hmm. even a section of fans to that have their huge show, not and, and it'd be way cheaper than going to E3 and mm-hmm. they get to completely dominate that that new cycle because it happens whenever they want it to. They don't have to share the floor with anyone else. Yeah. And of course, everyone's going to talk about it. It's going to be huge news. So what's their advantage of going to E3 other than there's just a lot of people who still like E3. Mm. Yeah. It's true. There, It doesn't affect me in any way. It's, I mean, it I'm sad to see it, and, E3 and die you, because I grew up yeah, hearing about E3. There's a E3. behind yeah. it, right? Yeah. E3, yeah. When I was going in the early 2000s, E3 was so much fun. It was a blast. Um, the last E3 I went to, it was like you weren't going to get to anything without waiting for four solid hours to play like five or ten minutes of something. Um, and anything you really, really want to see was still locked behind press doors. So, I mean, it, it wasn't that much fun. Mm. I had I had way more fun at um, at uh, PSX. Yeah, PSX was fantastic. Um, it it it's it's a lot more like a PAX type they're show. They're not doing those anymore. It, it is fan. Yeah, that's, it is that fan is disappointing because those are really fun. <laughs> Well, we they didn't do 
when was the last one? Was it the one we went to? 20, 2017 was the last one we went to that one. Yeah. Okay. So they didn't do one in 2018 or 2019, right. but I, I think that was probably wise because if you think about what, what, what would they have shown? They would have shown the same stuff they had already showed us twice. Sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. it would have been uh, ghost of Tsushima. It would have been last of us. Um, you know, and, and granted, I want to see that stuff, but like sure. by giving us some time to miss those things mm-hmm. when it, when they, when they say, okay, boom, here it is. The game's yeah. out in, in like a few weeks, the, the, the hype will go, you know, through the roof for that stuff. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, some of the rumors, if they're to be believed, right. Uh, right. for, for the PlayStation fives backwards compatibility, uh, thing you know there's there's rumors out there that they're going to be doing backwards compatibility all the way back to PlayStation one mm-hmm. um, and if you couple that idea with the ability to download games on PlayStation now, which is I think half the price if you buy if you buy a year of PlayStation now, it is mm-hmm. uh, sixty dollars so that's five bucks a month that's half the price of game pass right. um, and you and you can you know you can stream God of War to your PC or you can play it on your phone or you know what have you right it's yeah. it is uh, as as a streaming platform it's more mature than X Cloud um, it's it's the down the ability to download and emulate the the older games that are on Game Pass that is the advantage right now for Microsoft mm-hmm. and I think that if PlayStation you know leverages that full backwards compatibility with uh, PlayStation Now downloads and the streaming is there I feel like suddenly they are on a better footing. They're, they're actually competing on all fronts, uh, with, with game pass rather than right now they're, you know, it's kind of when they enabled downloads, it was a kind of the same in a, for PlayStation four games at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, uh, it was still lacking, right? Game pass is still the more popular service by far. Sure. Um, I mean, you can't beat, but yeah, I, I got think, like two years of it for like, five dollars you know <laughs> like i i'm yeah. still yeah i've got game pass yeah. right now yeah i've got game pass right now i paid a one dollar for three months and i Me played too. a ton of games so far <laughs> so it's uh you know i i'm not gonna renew it's not the kind of thing that i would pay ten dollars a month for every every month but like um but yeah i mean i and i, I you know, but to be fair, I don't subscribe to PlayStation now for five bucks a month. You no, know, but sure. say, say um, Microsoft so, starts releasing first party titles that you really like. Wouldn't you wouldn't you resubscribe now, so that, to it? That's the interesting thing, right? Um, the, the the that policy, I, I do not see Sony following suit on that. Yeah, at they all. definitely won't. <laughs> right. Like the like Microsoft putting day and day. Like, I, I got it. I understand them doing it this generation. They were the underdog. You know, they mm-hmm. they didn't have the install base. They needed to make up for it with services. And the they didn't they weren't cranking out, you know, these incredible must play uh, first party exclusives every every year. It was like, you know, OK, Gears 5, that's definitely one that people were super jazzed about. Mm-hmm. And Halo uh, earlier in the generation. But I think that predated Game Pass. People were pretty um, jazzed about Halo Reach coming to Master Chief Collection. And that was free. I, I could yeah. play that for free. Yep. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there are certain things that if you're in that ecosystem, you really love those games. They, that is huge that they came to you for just the cost of your Game Pass membership. Yeah. You know, um, Sony's not going to do that. Nope. They have, they have too many studios. They spend way too much money on making these games mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to then turn around and give them to you day one. So, but say, saying it's that, it's not to say that they can't. It's not to say that they won't put them on the service after 
six months I mean, or a they're year, basically already doing they're that certainly not playstation plus why would they do an, an, another service with that you know they, what i do mean, you mean they they give you that. their first party titles like two years later on playstation plus if as long as you stay subscribed like why well i mean they're because so they're already because doing PlayStation it right plus now you're, you're gonna keep buying anyway because you need the online features and the cloud saves mm. and whatnot this yeah. gets you into another yeah. service yeah, and and they're they're doing it now with PlayStation Now, right? Horizon mm-hmm. Zero Dawn's on there, God of War is on there, mm-hmm. um, and they they do it for a limited time, right? These games are on here for until April right now or something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's they are they are doing. I think they're being fairly competitive with with Microsoft. The only thing is, I don't think technically they were able to emulate PS3 CPU architecture on PS4 hardware. It just sure. was not beefy enough and i think maybe they've solved that with ps5 sure um but uh yeah, let, so let anyway. me just say so say microsoft continues its game pass which it will sony doesn't do a game yeah. pass microsoft mm-hmm. has finally has purchased all of these uh these studios now um and their mm-hmm. games start rolling out you know within the next couple of years and all of a sudden game pass is a steal. Like you're getting all of these first oh, party, yeah. really good Microsoft titles from all these brand new studios mm-hmm. that they just bought. And I could, that's another reason I could see Sony or Microsoft just decimating this, this, uh, yeah. Well, du- I mean, you think double finds games are going to be on their day mm-hmm. one, their new, uh, the initiative, I think it's called, yeah. uh, that new studio pe- in Santa Monica. So the people that make, um, um, Oh, obsidian, obsidian. That's ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Obsidian, uh, Ninja Theory, um, all these studios are going to be cranking out probably very high quality games over the next several years, and those are all coming to Game Pass. Unless they, I, I can't see them changing that. If they policy, change it, people right? will be pretty upset. So I hope that they yeah. don't. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah so, they're, they're more likely to raise the price on it at some point. Yeah, if they need to than I think change that policy. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm going to have yeah, to ask so, you guys final thoughts because we're going on final a long thoughts. Time now. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, final thoughts. For sure. Nintendo I mean, is going to win with their sudden Switch Pro <laughs> announcement. <laughs> their sudden Switch Pro out of left field runs Breath of the Wild 60 frames per second. They win. They win the console <laughs> generation. <laughs> Six. As soon as it's 60 frames, I'll I'll play it again. Yeah, that's what I've been waiting for. I haven't bought it. I I couldn't stomach it. Oh, the current frame rough. I've got a Switch. I made a conscious decision not to buy it's that rough. game. It's really rough. <laughs> uh yeah no i i think i think we are in for one of the most fascinating years for people who follow this industry and who care sure. about this as a hobby we are in for one of the most fascinating years in gaming history you mark my mark words, my words 2020 the most fascinating yeah. year. and <laughs> i will make i'm gonna make one last prediction <clears throat> i'm gonna leave you with okay. this okay i i project within the next five fortnights that we have our playstation event Okay, wait, is, isn't that... Within, within five, four how many, minutes. Hold on, I have to ten, do math in my is head. Is that ten weeks? <laughs> that's ten weeks. That's by the end of March, okay. basically. Okay, okay. All right. I, I believe And part of, the, part of the reasoning for that is that that's... GDC, I believe, is right there at the end of March. Mm-hmm. And um, I heard someone saying a lot of booze flows around at, at GDC. And loose lips oh, sink ships, you know. So, so they that, need to announce. It I think before. they're going to try to announce. They need to announce it because now all the details are out there. All every, every developer detail. under the sun knows what we want to know, what we're craving. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I think I think they're going to try to do an event before GDC, kind of like they did the year of the PS4 uh, reveal, mm-hmm. and uh, and we'll we'll kind of know where they're how they're coming at this thing. You know, I like that prediction. Yeah. 
So there, there you have, have it. it. I'm right. uh, I'm super jazzed to see what happens. Yeah. Hmm. End of the show plugs for all. Mm. Keep up with us, gentlemen Ooh. and ladies. Are we going NPR? And are we, are we doing a- NPR? And AI. <laughs> Keep up oh. with us at svfvgs.com. That's where you can find our links uh, to the episodes, to uh, social media, Twitch channel, our Discord channel, if you want to come chat and hang out with the uh, the other folks yeah, in there. Yeah, bit.ly slash uh, merchandise. Uh, SBFVGS Discord, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we have merchandise uh, links on there. So sbfvgs.com. You can go get yourself a super fresh SBFVGS t-shirt. Um, you know, what have you. Mm-hmm. Sign up on the old Patreon. Patreon.com slash sbfvgs. It's the best way to support the show. You can uh, subscribe here on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash sbfvgs as well. Mm, we actually you know? just got a payout from that. It's it's amazing. Like, you, yeah. Well, we're very no, wealthy, no. but I just—I'm sure no one paid actual. <laughs> riches abound. No one paid actual the money riches. for a subscription to this channel, but we just got a payout for it, so that's pretty cool. I'm sure maybe yes, someone did, yes. but most people didn't. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you can go use your uh, your free Amazon Prime, Twitch Prime subscription if you if you, if you so choose. We would very much appreciate yeah, that over sure on Twitch TV. Um, of course, you can support the show for free by leaving an iTunes review. If you like the show, don't do it. If you don't like the show, why are you still here yeah, at this know, point in the show? Seriously, you know? you've listened to a you whole made show. An hour and 15 minutes or whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, a very special thanks to Eric Kruger for our podcast logo and for his handsome face. Thank you, mm. Eric. Mm. And you can follow us on Twitter at SBFVGS Podcast, also on Instagram at SBFVGS Podcast. I'm on there, Barry White, B-U-R-Y-W-I-T-E. Mike is Taco Douglas, and David is David J. Tate. And of course, you can friend me on the PSN as well, on the Xbox, um, Barry White on those as well. And he'll never play with you. um, (laughs) I'm not going to play, but we can be friends. You can can see what he's playing as he plays it. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so, it's, it's yeah. amazing. It's titillating. Oh I would say. <laughs> I wouldn't say so, that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all the time we have for super best friends, video game sleepover episode 139. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back every two weeks with more 100% spot on accurate, handsome mm. gaming predictions mm. and other talk on gaming. So there you go. Hit us up with your questions, topics, or musings. If you want to be part of the show, <laughs> goodbye. Bye, everybody. Bye. See you guys. You guys want a little science knowledge? I can drop it on you right now. Are you ready for this? No, because the Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover podcast comes to you every fortnight, with each of us coming to the table to discuss one burning topic. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.